Welcome to another episode of the Naturally Built Podcast. I'm your host, Pablo Cortez. Uh, today, uh, Al Shan with Al Shan Marketing is going to be joining us. Uh, I wanted to have Al on to discuss um, sort of the uh, ideas behind marketing oneself online, um, the different approaches they can take. Um, Al, actually, you and I, we went to school together. We finished the program, and you took a different route as far as uh, uh, career-wise. Um, how's, how's the, uh, is the restaurant still going on? No, actually, the, I mean, the restaurant is going on. The new owner decided to change the name and everything. So basically I took over the family restaurant after college and, uh, after 10 years, I sold it for a nice profit, but it was very challenging in the beginning. And uh, the reason, one of the biggest reasons is because I just jumped in. I thought I knew how to run a restaurant after seeing my dad. I'm like, I can do this better. But it was tough and challenging for the first five years because I just, like every other business owner, I just jumped in heads down and I started just being involved in everything. I didn't really have any systems in place. I didn't think about marketing but uh, all that I learned the hard way. And that's why I started my marketing business now because after five years of running the restaurant, I realized how important marketing is. And I started lifting my head up and seeing what other business owners are doing. And I realized marketing is everything. And people that get into business, the one thing I would recommend is always, Think of marketing as an overhead and make sure you allocate money or percentage towards that. Because if you don't, you're never going to grow. You, you will grow very slowly. Like in the, first, in the first five years, it was really tough because I was growing very slowly and I was putting 12 hours a day until I figured out Google ads. I figured out how to show up on Google, how and how important that is. And this is 12, 13 years ago. And now with the pandemic, it's huge. I mean, this it's all you have to really do is you have to make sure that you're online everywhere. What percentage would you say as far as a marketing budget for a company uh, makes sense? I always get asked about that but you can't really put a percentage because let me explain why. Because when I started doing Google ads, I, at first I was spending $1,200 a month just on Google ads. And then when I started getting called and doing $2,000 catering job, $3,000 catering job, suddenly it made sense for me to increase the budget. So the thing is you have to see What's when it's working, you just have to go all in and let it ride. And that's exactly what I did. After a few months of $1,200 spending on marketing, I increased it to 3000 And what happened in the back end? I started closing $20,000, $25,000 worth of catering from this small little Italian deli restaurant. And I forgot to mention that after I figured out the online marketing, that's when I at the same time, added the catering to my restaurant business. You always have to innovate, you know, and especially right now with the pandemic going on, people are actually really starting to innovate. And it's, 
it, what's crazy is a lot of people uh, are not seeing all the businesses that are really thriving at this moment because people don't like to talk about that. People usually like to talk about all the people that are struggling because we can relate to that more and feel sorry for ourselves and find excuses and not do better, right? But right now with the pandemic, people are actually innovating and creating like maybe a catering to the restaurant or a delivery service to the restaurant, which is huge. Like I always tell my uh, people that follow me that look, delivery is huge. And this was before the pandemic. And people are like, no, we don't want to deliver because then you have to get insurance and then you have to get yeah. that. So what? Right. So what? Like the future is in delivery. If you're, especially if you're on the food business or any kind of business, we're getting used to that. You know, there's a mind shift now with the pandemic. People are getting used to staying home and just going online. And you better have an online system to take orders. Because if you don't, you're going to miss out on revenue. And some people are saying 40 to 45%. Because we don't know, even when they come up with vaccine, there's still going to be people that are not going to, you know, uh, adapt and go back to the way they were. Because there's, there's still that scarcity in their mind. So, so it's huge right now. And, and the pandemic. So there's a quote by John F. Kennedy that he said, the Chinese use two brush strokes to write the word crisis. One brush stroke stands for danger, the other for opportunity. In a crisis, be aware of the danger, but recognize the opportunity. So we just have to decide which side we want to live on. And I really hope you decide to live on the right side because as we know it, in every crisis, like the pandemic right now, lies an opportunity. And if you're open-minded to that, you will come up with solutions and innovate your business to be able to come out of this, come out of this pandemic in a way better way than your business was in the past. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense, right? You gotta always uh, at least sort of keep an eye out for how things are changing and just adapt your business, right? It only makes sense to to make those uh, changes and, and be aware of it if you don't make any changes, you know, nothing, nothing's going to improve. Hey, Al, in your, um, I've seen a couple of your videos in your, on your Instagram account. Um, you talk about omnipresence online. Uh, can you get into that and kind of describe what you mean by that? Sure, sure. Because I always preach uh, to everyone, you know, be online, be online. If you're not online, you don't really exist. And there's a word now that's, I'm not sure who came up with it, but they call it omnipresence. And that simply means you have to make sure you're everywhere online as much as possible. Well, it's very easy, but not simple to do because you have to take time to create and optimize your Google My Business page, your YouTube page, your Facebook and Instagram page, your LinkedIn page, and your ongoing email marketing. And on top of it all, you have to make sure your marketing messages make sense to different target markets that you are after. But here's the good news. If you do all this, not only will you thrive in the coronavirus era, you will be given the gift of time. Let me explain. When you create a digital version of yourself that you're happy with, the world is your oyster. I mean, I think about it for a second. After you have created 
all of your online databases, you're done. All you have to do at this point is to maintain them. No more repeating yourself hundreds of times with the same messages to sell to your clients. And now the norm of doing business is on your side. Do you understand what I'm trying to say there, Pablo? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it's all it's it's systems, right? Like what you're talking about having a system in place for your business that applies to your mar online marketing. Right? Once you have that initial system in place of all your accounts and all your um, uh, all your uh, uh, social networking um, features, hmm. all, like you said, all you have to do is just worry about you know entering the information that you want to put out there and not have to worry about redoing it from scratch. Um, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like, let's say if you're a sales guy, right. And you're trying to sell, um, I don't know, some sort of uh, cell phone or a laptop and you, you pitch the same thing over and over to people. And when you figure out something that's working, you keep using that pitch and that's how online marketing kind of works. When you create like your squeeze page and your sales videos and you see that this sales video, because now with Facebook, Instagram, with all these softwares out there, you can track everything. You can see how many clicks you're getting and you see that this video got 100 clicks in this one week. That means that that video is working. So you put more money into that and and that's how you start creating more sales. And that, what does that mean? On your end, less picking up the phone and doing sales calls that we all hate. Because now we got this video that it's working and people are, you know, clicking on it and they're interested. But you always have to remember that you can't just create one thing and think that it's going to work. Unless, like I said, you're a sales guy, you already have your pitch and you know your pitch is working then you can take that online. But if you're starting your own business, you have to really get into the mind of your target market to understand what their challenges are, what their fears are, what, what do they think about every night? You know, like a business, like a restaurant owner in the past, when I used to run my restaurant, a lot of weekends I would be like, how am I gonna pay payroll? I got $15,000 I have to come up with and I only got 9,000 in my bank account. These are the things you want to speak to. So for example, if I wanted to make a squeeze page or sales message for a restaurant owner, I would mention that somewhere in my headline. Are you thinking about your payroll tomorrow? Are you having, you know what I'm trying to say, Pablo? You have to really know your target market and you have to test out these different headlines in order to see which one is working and which one is not working. The other thing is the, your, your Facebook and Instagram uh, um, followers are tend to be different demographics, right? Uh, I would say, I would argue that Facebook may be a little older, right? A little more uh, in their careers and where Instagram, TikTok, you know, that's maybe not so much Instagram, but TikTok definitely is more on the younger side. So, you know, that, that's another thing you got to think about too, right? Is what the demographics are, what you're uh, saying to those people through those different formats, platforms. That's very true. That's very true. And another point is this, like, for example, one of my clients right now, it's a restaurant owner. They, they were really active with their Facebook and they weren't active with their Instagram. So when I started taking over their social media, they had 1300 followers on Facebook, 
And every time I posted on Facebook, I saw a lot of people that would engage. And then on Instagram, every time I would post, I wouldn't get too much engagement because we just kind of started creating posts on the Instagram page, which is okay because you want to go where the, your people are, right? So, so the restaurant owner is like, yeah, I want, I want more to focus on the Instagram, but that restaurant owner doesn't understand the fact of what they have right now because even though they never really posted too much, they got 1,400 followers on Facebook and you got a bank on that. And because Facebook owns Instagram, so what you can do now is create ads on Facebook and get the people from Facebook that, because your Facebook account is connected to your Instagram. So when you go do an ad on Facebook, you can go find all those people's Instagram account and get in front of them on Instagram. So you can bank on that. So now what I do is I create ads from the Facebook account and I go after them in Instagram. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. it kind of automatically uh, adds more, you know, more uh, eyes to your uh, to your content. Speaking Thank of content, uh, Al, what what would you what's your um, what's your advice for uh, putting content out there? Is it more along the lines of get as much as you can as many times as you can, or more focused, um, maybe not so regular posts? Okay. So here's my take on that. Less is more. Less is more when it comes to like you creating content for your specific target market. Because I would say once a week, create a content that makes sense for your target market and challenge them. In that content, solve a problem. And what you want to do is always... You, the beginning of your content, either it's video or you're writing something up, the most important thing is the, the, the first few words that comes out of your mouth. Because you only have three seconds, Pablo. If you don't catch your attention, then gone. So focus on that and create, create something that you're solving a problem specifically for your target market and you get people to listen to you, to engage with you. If you just... And here's another thing. A lot of people want wants to create a personal page and then a business page. Don't do that. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. Here's why. Because people are, we're humans. We want to get to know you. So when I see pictures of somebody that I follow that I like and they pick, post a picture of their family, of the dog, I like that because I can relate to that. Or I, I don't relate to it, you know? You, you, you want to go after people that love you anyways. You can't be fake. Because if you fake sooner or later, you, your followers, your customers, whoever you want to engage with, they're going to figure you out. So I always, I always keep my personal and business account together. Because first of all, I don't want to spend time creating content. I have to double the work, right? And the most important thing is, I want to see your dog, Pablo. I want to see your wife and kids when you're posting. Because why? I can relate to it. It makes you more human. Because people don't like to do business with the corporate voice. You know, we are this. We are that. The more you try to, try to look professional and sound like a corporate, the, the less people going to attract being engaging with you. Because they're going to they're gonna know you're being fake. 
you, I'm not saying don't be professional with your images, with your videos and any of that. I'm just saying be human. You don't have to have a perfect picture of your family. No, be more natural. Take a picture when your dog is eating your daughter's food or something. People love that. You know, they can relate to it. And they'd be like, oh, look, Pablo has a dog. I have a dog. I have a daughter. And boom, now you got a follower that's going to be loyal to you. And, and they're going to follow you because we just like yeah. that. You know, we're human. So make that, make that connection, that, right? Yeah, you got to make that connection, bro. You have to yeah. make that connection. Al, well, thank you very much for uh, joining me today. Um, I think we covered quite a bit. Is there anything else that you want to add to the conversation that uh, maybe yeah. we can get to? Yeah, I just want to add this one more thing regarding uh, your target market because I, I believe it's very important. And remember, I said you, no one repeating yourself hundreds of times with the same messages to sell to your clients. I want to get into that real quick. So here's what I mean. All you have to do is the following to achieve this. You have to make sure to create an advertising funnel with the right messages to the right target market that you're after. So in order to do this, this is called a squeeze. You have to create a squeeze page. Basically, at this point of the sales journey, all I'm trying to do is to raise interest to capture their attention. So you have to be very specific and speak to that target market. So for example, the caption could read how to gain an unfair advantage in your catering business and in life. And then the subheadline reads, most people don't realize the opportunities that are available. And that's why most people are working too hard and earning too little, too little. Don't be one of them. And then I have a call to action that they basically click and it says a free training. Your message needs to inspire people or it needs to scare them in order to get people to click on your call to action. And all you have to do is to give something for free and in return to get their name and email address. And that starts the sales journey. You need to warm them up with your knowledge base to create authority so they can trust you to do business with you. And that's how you basically sell online do you, do you understand what i'm trying yeah to no share? it's uh, uh definitely like i said it's it's uh if the more specific you can be to your to your audience right it's uh the more like you said you're going to connect and make that make those connections and uh eventually it'll it'll take you into um that sales territory right where you want to be al is there any way that uh, people can get a hold of you contact you uh, if they have any questions um you have your alshan marketing website which we'll include in your in your note in the notes um any other ways any to contact yes exactly so if you go anywhere like on linkedin on instagram facebook i'm very active on instagram as far as uh, replying to my audience and Facebook as well. And all the handle is all the same. It's Al Shan Marketing. And uh, right now, my target market is food entrepreneurs, like restaurant owners, chefs, and people that want to start their catering business. I'm focusing on that. But I do have some clients that are not in that field, and I do help them as much as I can. But that is my target market, again, because that's the only way online marketing really works is when you go after a specific target market. But if you guys ever have any questions, you can find me on Instagram. Go ahead and shoot me a message and I will be more than happy to answer all your questions.
Yeah, well, uh, like I said, we'll include that stuff in that those contact info in the in the show notes. Um, hey, one more question: Is there anything that you've been doing, reading, watching, uh, listening to that you've uh, that you want to share that you think other people might enjoy? Yeah, one one book audio book that I just downloaded on Audible. I'm just pulling it up right now. It's called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Because habits are very important, right? It's the key to basically becoming successful. And lately, I haven't been on top of my game. So I've been listening to Atomic Habits. And another book that I highly recommend is uh, the marketing book. And it's called The One-Page Marketing Plan. I highly recommend that book. It's by Alan Dib. And that any kind of business you're in, this will help you. Like, I wish I had this book when I started uh, running the restaurant. And one thing let me, let me include is this. Like, I used to be against books. I used to be against reading. My mentality was learn by doing learn by experiencing, learn. And that is great advice, but at the same time, reading and learning from YouTube took my business to the next level. And it took me five years to realize that. So hopefully if you're listening right now, you're starting your own business, don't do that. Don't think that it's all about, because you're just gonna cut the time <laughs> It's going to be so much faster for you to find somebody that you like online and you follow them and you just do what they're saying to, to do. You know, if you do that and read books like this, you're going to cut that time in more than half. Like I would probably in one year accomplish what I accomplished in five years. No, not even one year, six months, I would say. Six months, I would have accomplished what I accomplished in five first five years it's crazy how much information is out there even just for free that you can pull up and and learn about what you need to do with whatever question you have as far as uh starting yeah. a business or you know even even uh, marketing your business um yeah, yeah that's that's uh it's good advice definitely something yeah. that people can and, use and, and it's not just reading it's reading and implementing right away like when i read something like the first few pages i would write it down and i would implement it right away into my business and that's the only way you get excited about reading. Because I know a lot of people don't like to read, but when you read this way, you read a chapter, and then right away you implement that to your business and you see results, you get excited and you want to read more. And that's how it worked for me. And I, I'm sure it will work for a lot of people this way as well. Al, thank you very much again. We'll, uh, we'll keep your information in the notes uh, for your contact info. Um, thanks again. And um, yeah, this was fun. Well, uh, we'll keep in touch. I know we, we've yeah. been, how's the, uh, how's the house? <laughs> the house is good. Yeah. <laughs> house is good. I will have a lot to do. Yeah. yeah. So I, working I, on that. I and remember that's why that. I took a little break from the online business right now. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Well, uh, thanks again, dude. We'll, uh, we'll keep in touch. Right. Thank, All right. Have a good thanks. one. And, All right. and if any of this content raises any questions or anything, please let me know. I'll be more than happy to, do this again. Oh, awesome. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Thanks, Al. We'll, uh, we'll speak soon. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks again to Al Shan for uh, coming on the podcast and discussing his marketing strategies. As always, our intro and outro music is written and produced by our good friend, Robert Wood.
Links to new episodes of the Naturally Built podcast will be on our Instagram page. You can subscribe on iTunes as well as Podbean or grab the RSS feed from the Podbean page for your favorite podcast listening app. Thank you again for listening and go out and build something.